You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Mountain West. Wire podcast focusing on San Jose State Spartans men's basketball. I'm your host, Anna Q. We'll get things started in a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, Anna, we want to uh, ask you right off the bat, give us a quick recap of the San Jose State University game uh, with Colorado. Uh, that was last Saturday. Yeah, like, that was a horrible game because San Jose State committed a season-high 23 turnovers. Like, 23, that's, like, a lot. I don't think I've even committed 23 over 23 turnovers myself when I played basketball when I was younger as women's basketball player. Um, that was just terrible. Like, both teams battled it out at... The event center, I was at the game, as you may already know if you follow me on Twitter. Yeah, the Spartans jumped out to an early lead. The Rams pulled within one. Then the Spartan defense started to decline. The teams kept exchanging points and shots with each other. And then they, the, as in the Rams, like like made it rain with, with trees. And they just weren't ready to, to back down. And the Spartans dropped a 59-52 to 52 decision to the Rams at the event center. Yeah, you were just mentioning the 59-52 final. Colorado overcame a 14-point second-half deficit for that uh, victory. You know, how disappointing was it for the Spartans to witness a lead that just disappeared just three days after they committed the season-high 23 turnovers at Utah State. Oh, that was very disappointing. During the post-game press conference with Ryan Wellage and Noah Bowman, Ryan just did not, not want to talk. He was very uh, gloomy. He had a monotone voice. But that is what happens when you throw 7 of 13 field goals and are 2 of 6 from the three-point line in 35 minutes of play, which is like a, a lot. I don't blame him for being disappointed at, at all and like not wanting to talk to the media. Also, John Prolo, he is a great speaker, but again, he's not a people person. So he just kept saying a lot of things that sounded good if he had a career in TV and or radio, but but not good for the team because they need to have some some chemistry. It just can't be the same guys leading the team over and over again. And those guys are Wellage, Keith Fisher, Bowman, and Brandon Mitchell, and even J.C. Hillsman. And I was just going to ask you a little bit on the topic of Ryan Wellage. Wellage, of course, uh, he uh, showed last uh, throughout uh, the game and. He led the Spartans with 16 points, four rebounds, and was seven for 13 from the field and two for six from the three-point line. What happened? Oh, what happened? The Spartans' defense faltered, and the opponents 
like offense surged um, throughout the game, and they were just uh, unable to to make the necessary blocks and like grab the rebounds that they needed. And now it's time for Anna to check her mailbox and answer fan submitted questions. Well, the Spartans played the Rebels. Oh, here's here's one of the questions. Uh, what happened in the last possession of the first half? Aston Christian took a three point for a break. Took I, a three for a break, I should say. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what what happened, like like during the San Jose State versus UNLV game. Um, su surprisingly, San Jose State's campus was in a power outage all day, but the game resumed at the scheduled tip-off time at 8 p.m. at the events center because apparently the power um, went, went back on and I had to walk in in the rain because it started raining out of nowhere like when I was was leaving my my dinner place I was just like what is going on like and like about about this last possession of the first half I am still wondering what happened after the game I went to both press conferences, including Jean Prelo's, and he did not say any anything descriptive of, about the, the possession, so I cannot answer the question for you right now. Well, well maybe you might be able to answer this one. The Spartans played the Rebels on Wednesday night to give us a quick recap of that game. Oh, that was like a good game, but unfortunately the Spartans uh, fell short. They lost to UNLV 82 to 76 in overtime, which in terms of standings shouldn't be a, a surprise because UNLV was the better team. Um, they were coming into the game with a lopsided uh, record co uh, compared to, to the Spartans. And the Spartans got their third straight conference loss, which is very sad. Like not even the San Jose State cheerleading squad can can be supportive. I mean, they they can be supportive, but they are not going to work their magic on on the team by chanting defense the the entire game. If the Spartan defense is not going to play tons of of defense, and another thing I I've noticed was that there were a ton of UNLV fans at the game because I saw seas of red on both sides. I was I was like, wow, they're like really loyal towards their team, which shouldn't be a surprise because UNLV is, is a pretty good team. And one thing I have to say about the SGSU versus UNLV game is is that the Ryan Wellage show is a wonderful show to watch, but he, he can't lead the team but on his back. Um, there needs to be team chemistry because the cheers from both teams' fans went back and forth because the game was, was pretty much close throughout. And something that was was not was not cool were, were the referees in, in, in this game. And I usually don't like to blame the referees, but there were some bad calls made that that allowed the Rebels players to to get their free throws. 
And, and finally, uh, Anna, I want to ask you about the Spartans will embark on a two-game road trip starting with New Mexico on Saturday and San Diego State next Tuesday. What do they need to do in order to win both games on the road? Well, the, the first thing they, they need to do is avoid committing turnovers because they don't want to commit that season-high number of 23 turnovers again. The second thing they need to do is play defense and play lots of it because the San Jose State cheerleading squad can, can chant defense throughout the game as much as they want, but the team needs to get their um, defensive players to together and playing. The third thing they have to do is like limit the offense from the opposing teams because New Mexico and San Diego State, especially San Diego State, is going to come out and and play and like not make this easy for a bottom feeder team like San Jose State. That concludes our weekly San Jose State men's basketball podcast for Mountain West Wire. I'm your host, Anna Q, and I'd like to say something before checking out of, of the podcast today. If you have any questions on San Jose State men's basketball, feel free to send me a tweet at Anna Q, and I will make, make a note of it to answer your question on the next episode which of this radio show, which will be on January 17th. Uh, thank you, and have a great rest of of the weekend.